they want digital currency, centralized digital currency that they control. And they want to get everybody on a social credit score system. They're probably connected to some sort of a vaccine app. Or if you want to travel around, all they would need is another pandemic to try to push that shit through. And they're already talking about that. Anytime you need food, gas, anything, they have total control. And whatever it is you buy, you don't own. Because all you've done is transferred some ones and zeros that they control to someone else. It can't be overstated what a big deal this is. Truly, the day that digital currency is established, if that is allowed to happen, more freedom will have been lost than any other time we're aware of in the history of this world. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. I hope you had a terrific weekend. Thanks for coming back to the show. That was my good friend, Crow777, and he's back to lay bare the holy truth of everything evil about this world, including the central bank digital currency, which will enslave you and your progeny in perpetuity if you comply. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Hey, friends, thank you so much for clicking play. It's great to have you back. It's Sean from SGT Report here. I hope you all had a very wonderful Thanksgiving. Because the forces aligned against humanity are never going to stop trying to ensnare us in their system of total control. But the good news is people are waking up all over the world. I want to quantify that just briefly before we bring on my guest, Crow Triple Seven, a great guy, a voice of true liberty in the world. But let me just show you guys this. As the far right has emerged as the biggest winner in the Netherlands election, and Argentina just elected libertarian and populist Javier Malay, the media is so anti-common sense at this point, friends, that anyone who dares to take any contrary view to their New World Order talking points is called far right. And Zero Hedge asks, how long can they keep a lid on public anger? They're talking about these clowns running for president, those who oppose Donald J. Trump. But the flip side of the coin is the treacherous, treasonous Democrats. What the U.S. elites fear more than anything else is what just happened in Argentina. Friends, against this great awakening that is happening globally, people are fed up with a new world order. Aligned against us continues to be people like Tedros, the war criminal, at the World Health Organization. These unelected globalists at the WHO will soon be rolling out their Global Digital Health Certification Network. Let those words sink in. Global Digital Certification Network? Based on your health? No, 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 no. This is the New World Order and the Committee of 300's wet dream. Listen to the war criminal. The COVID-19 pandemic highlighted the value of digital health solutions in facilitating access to health services While the emergency phase of the COVID-19 pandemic is now over, investments in digital infrastructure remain an important resource for health systems and for economies and societies at large. You guys all realize that this is an actual war criminal, right? The head of the World Health Organization that wants to usurp U.S. national sovereignty during the next pandemic to dictate what you, dear serf, will do? to dictate what sort of health services you can or can't get, to dictate whether or not you get to be a part of the economy at all. It's all part of the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum, World Health Organization, New World Order Great Reset. And they'll get it if you allow it. They'll get it only if you comply. They'll get it if you stand down like a serf. 
I'm so glad to have back on the line our dear friend Crow Triple Seven. Crow, happy Thanksgiving. How are you, my friend? Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me on. And I'd like to take a minute to wish everybody in your audience a happy, healthy, and higher-minded new era. Um, we're gonna we're gonna all have to stand up now, as Sean is saying. Uh, if you just sit at home and let things go and don't stand up for what's correct, the outcome will probably be dire. Dire, dire indeed. And I know that you recently did a show about the Committee of 300. JFK, the assassination of our dear president, is back in the news as those doctors who were present at Parkland at the hospital on the day of his assassination say the images released to the public, the autopsy pictures, do not match what they saw in person. But Crow, we already know that. The deep state, the CIA, played a central role in the murder the assassination of our dear president, JFK. Meanwhile, the Committee of 300, the Club of Rome, they want to ensnare humanity in their new world order, in serfdom, in slavery, in perpetuity, forever. That's their goal, but we're not going to let them get it. At least I'm not going to comply, Crow, and I know you sure as hell aren't. Well, a couple things. Isn't it ironic that JFK is back in the news and magically those doctors all of a sudden, all these decades later, have something to offer? A poppycock. Poppycock to all of it. Poppycock to the news. We know what you're for. Uh, if you're listening to the news, you're being lied to. And worse, you're being programmed. Uh, but Jason and I are going to release an episode on Crow Triple Seven Radio, episode 555, about the Committee of 300. But what's great about this is with people that I've met and that I never would have met in my normal walk of life, I've vetted. There is, I, I consider the book that Coleman wrote called the Committee of 300 to be vetted. Uh, it does things like outs, who, why the Beatles were the Beatles, who put them together, who wrote their music. They didn't. Um, and it goes on and on. But there is still a man alive right now that worked and helped to write a book called King Kill 33. His name is Michael Hoffman. He worked with James Shelby Downard when he was alive. You will never find a better view of the JS, JFK occult ritual and how this country, country actually runs than you will in the writings called King Kill 33. Michael Hoffman runs a website called revisionisthistory.org. Sign up for his newsletter. The last one I got is all about King Kill and the JFK nonsense. Um, nothing is the way it appears. But in the episode we're going to release, I went deep and I tapped people that I never would have met in my normal life. And as I said, I consider the book by Coleman vetted. Now, part of it is that enough decades have gone by. I think he released it in the early 90s. So some of the things he said the committee was about to do have happened and we can see. Now, you will find a couple things that aren't right, but it's not because he was wrong or the information was bad the world just shook out slightly differently but these are very few and far between um but as an example he was the first guy to point out that a man named theodore adorno wrote the beatles music now if people have paid attention one of the most popular people in the world paul mccartney was swapped out before our eyes um in the back of that book, by the way, the Committee of 300, there's like, you know, a corporate flow chart that shows the power scheme from the CEO down. There it is. There it is. Now, Secret Societies, the book with the 2001 pillar, is one of the best reads you can get your hand on if you're interested in knowing the occult 
reasons for what happens in our world. And that's Michael Hoffman. Um, he's done some of the knocked out of the park work on the Vatican. This man is a firm Catholic man who respects the religion, but he cannot stand what the Vatican has done to it. And he has written some books that will just, I mean, it'll, it'll bowl you over. Uh, some of the books he's written on what the Vatican is about. But this is the man, Michael Hoffman, who worked with James Shelby Downard. In everything I've ever read or researched, you will not get a better occult view of why the Masons and others do what they do, wh how they do it, and why they do it. And the JFK breakdown is indispensable. Once you read King Kill 33, um, you will not look at things like this in the same way again. And I don't want to get too wordy here, my friend. No, no, no. I want to just let you go. I mean, guys, this is why you should listen to Crow 777 Radio. You can get the first hour for free of every episode. You want the second hour? You're going to have to pay a little bit of money and support the author, right? You got to support those who actually tell the truth. King Kill 33. I've never read the book. Boy, I'm dying to listen to this either via audio or get the book and actually read it. Because it's, it's not big. It's an easy read. It just seems to me that that was the coming out party for the New World Order. You correct me if I'm wrong on that, but if they can murder our president in broad daylight in front of everybody and then release the Zapruder film, which actually shows what happened to some degree, and it does not align with the official story of Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone, if they can murder our president in Texas, if they can assassinate our president and get away with it, they can get away with anything. And the only thing more overtly satanic than that is what they did on 9-11. Do you think I have that right? King Kill 33. It was the coming out party for the New so, World Order. I guess I'd frame, I'll frame it up like this. Um, I'm about to be 60 in the remainder of this year. My lifetime is the perfect footprint for the open takeover for all those decades and even a century of setup time, my lifetime with this event as the kickoff uh, was signaling that things are going to be different now. We're taking this place apart. As far as, as Kennedy and the Zapruder film, you've never seen real evidence of anything to do with an assassination. The Zapruder film is a put up. And if you take the time to get into King Kill, you'll see the occult spells i guess we'll call it that went into why it happened but it's it's all a put up what the public was shown was a put up most people don't know this a pruder film came out what was it 10 years after the fact uh early on on youtube there were some tremendous videos of people taking apart the Zapruder film where they went and did surveys to prove that the film was a put up but to, to get past that uh, in my lifetime, it has gone to an open assault on America, and I marked the beginning as JFK. And one of the big culminations was 9-11, when it basically was, the the switch was flipped to, we, we're too big to be stopped, we're doing this all in the open now. Um, Jason and I have gone back to one episode a week on Crow Triple Seven Radio, but, and that, that episode is on Wednesdays. And truly, the first hour is absolutely free to everybody. It's eight bucks if you want to pay for all the back, <clears throat> all the extra material, the forums and all that, eight bucks a month. But we are now releasing what we call classic flashbacks on Sundays. And this Sunday, we're going to release the first one 
which was the video we put together outlining what happened to my channel on uh, in October of 2017. They deleted my YouTube channel with 100,000 followers, and they put an algorithm into Google searches. Before that happened, if you search Crow 777 or the Lunar Wave, you got like 25 million returns. It was crazy. After that happened, you get one or two pages that then repeat themselves. You're, you're lucky if you get a thousand returns. But to get to the point, the reason they did it is because we went back and we outed what happened at Mandalay Bay and we attached it to Macbeth, which is the spell they tied it to. Act one, scene one, Macbeth, you're in a desert. Three witches are calling their demon familiars. Wait for it. One of the demon familiars is called, wait for it, Paddock. Does anyone remember the shooter's name? Paddock. Anyhow, we out all this in the episode we're going to run on Sunday on Crow 777 Radio. And they flipped out and they deleted me and everyone was saying, you got to get a new channel. I said, to hell with that. I will never make a new channel. Well, they put it back three weeks later with the algorithm that shadow bans me that I just described. But I have archives and a private website and we have all the work that I have ever done backed up. And this episode is a big one because in the same way, Michael Hoffman and James Shelby Downard showed the spell that was JFK, the kind of destroying of America's innocence, the kind of hatred that was injected into our world and the instability and inability to trust anything that from that time forward has existed. Well, Mandalay Bay is a smaller version of that. I had quit covering the false flags, and when Mandalay happened, all of a sudden everyone got fooled by the spell again, so I covered it, and the result was they deleted my channel, they put algorithms in to just stop people from finding me, and again, we're going to run the real deal information this Sunday on Crow 777 Radio. The first hour is free to everybody. It'll be our first classic flashback, but this game... Uh, is not a rabbit hole. Once you comprehend what people like Michael Hoffman and James Shelby Downard showed us in King Kill, once you comprehend what I will show you this Sunday about things like Mandalay Bay, now you have the tools to simply comprehend this is nonsense and I'll have nothing to do with it. I will not be programmed. I will not be spellbound. I will not be influenced or change my life one iota for this evil, dark nonsense that is going on. So that is the benefit of getting the inside view of how this is done, why it is done, the occult things that drive it and what it's tied to. Once you're aware of all that, the news is powerless, unless you continue to let it have power over you. Well, anyhow, they are losing their power, right? The news, the mainstream horror media right? The corporations that distribute most of the quote-unquote news that the American people get, they've lost all credibility, just like the Congress and the sitting president has lost all credibility. And by the way, this is not an endorsement of Elon Musk in any way, shape, or form, but I'm glad to see that he is suing Media Matters and calling them pure evil in tweets. And he's hitting them straight on because they are pure evil. You mentioned getting shadow banned and terminated from YouTube. We were terminated from YouTube on October 15th, 2020, 
along with X-22 Report and dozens and dozens of other truth channels because they were about to steal an election. And a week later, on the back of another Media Matters hit piece against my channel and others, about a dozen others, they maligned Patreon for supporting people like us. So a week after being terminated from YouTube, we were all terminated, or at least I was, from Patreon. And Elon is suing Media Matters for America, calling them pure evil. The reason I bring this all up is the American people are waking up. And what people are watching on my screen right now is the lie of January 6th. Oh, okay, brother, people, a skit. That's, that's a stage you're looking at there. That's a skit. People like Liz Cheney should be in prison, though, Crow, because they buried, they tried to hide all of the real video of what happened that day, which would expose the false flag on behalf of the government, because these were peaceful protesters who showed up for a redress of grievances over a stolen election. That is constitutionally appropriate. These were peaceful protesters who were then maligned by the mainstream media and people like Dick Cheney's daughter, that whore of Babylon, that treacherous witch. Liz Cheney, who called these people terrorists. So the world is waking up to this, and that's why Javier Malay just won the election in Argentina. That's why a far-right party has emerged as the biggest winner in the Netherlands' recent election. People are fed up, Crow. And so here's my question. What happens when the New World Order's spells and the CIA's spells and the Mockingbird whore mainstream media's spells no longer work on the people? Well, that's, that's the game. That's what we're doing now. Uh, they're never going to stop. They're 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 all in, and they have to be all in. Um, the moment people stop putting a mask on their face and breathing exhaust fumes when they're told to, the moment people stop doing all these things we're told we have to do, and the the onset of AI and all the digital things. Get this, Jason and I just released the episode that's live right now is on hacking. Did you know? that all modern computers that use Intel or AMD processors have built-in backdoors. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. By the way, I don't mean to interrupt. You can go, but uh, they want all cars, I think, produced after 2025 to be able to be remotely shut down by the government for any reason. So that's where we're headed. It's the the automatic digital kill switch. They don't have enough police to enforce what they're trying to do here. That's why AI and all these digital IDs and all this other nonsense. But getting back to it, the AMD processor has been doing this since 2013. Intel's been doing it since 2008. It not only allows them access to all your memory, but everything that is attached to that machine, and they can access it whether the box is on or off as long as it's plugged in. Now, you tell me what's going on here. When you have this level of data and the AI to sift through, uh, it's a hell of a powerful weapon. And what it comes down to is are people going to demand their rights? Let me remind people about an old sci-fi book that hardly anyone thinks of. And I'm bringing it up for a specific reason. And I think it's the early 60s. I'm, I hope I have that right. The book Dune came out. Now, the man he who wrote it, Herbert, was in and around the circles of power and the sci-fi genre, which was absolutely created in the first place to be used to warp minds. But in that book, he kind of vaguely mentions a thing called a Butlerian Jihad. He never fully explains it, but what it is in his little world that he created, which straddles kind of 
the fence between reality and fantasy because he kind of shows you in that fictitious world how our world works. As an example, the Benny Jesuit witches, he's talking about the Jesuit order. It's not that far off. Anyhow, the Butlerian Jihad is a war that was fought over thinking machines, computers. When the war is over, all computers get destroyed and all robots that they claim have consciousness. We're in that place. How could someone who wrote a book in the 50s and published in the 60s had any idea about such things? But here we are. Computers and AI are going to be the big test of our time. The policing that they're intending to do and the ability that AI gives them. As an example, and most people don't believe that AI can do what it can do, but I'm here to tell you it it in fact can. They just put out a movie not too long ago called Don't Look Up. This movie's a little too close to home and it shows kind of the fallen digital nature of culture. But in it, the president realizes that the guy who runs the, the tech company can tell her when she'll die and what will kill her because he has AI. And so she says, okay, well, what will kill me? And he says, well, a Brontorock is going to kill you. And she says, well, what is that? And the guy says, nobody knows. There's no such thing as a Brontorock. At the end of the fictitious movie that is absolutely poking us in the eye with the power of the tech companies, they leave this world, land on another world. The president walks out and gets killed by a giant bird. And the tech guy goes, I guess we know what a Brontorock is now. Now, most people will roll their eyes, but I will say this. If you look up the wisdom of the crowd and the law of large numbers, it gives you a hint about the power of AI, which is so far beyond. And the reason I brought up that crappy Hollywood movie is because they're really not stretching what's possible. Um, It's just hard for people to imagine what AI gives those who are in control of it. You know what? It's interesting you'd mention that because Elon Musk, again, I got to give the guy credit because he is speaking some truth, even though you and I both know his familial ties bring everything he says and does into question. But he did warn very early on that his biggest concern about the next threat to humanity, his number one concern is AI, the misuse of AI or AI getting out of control. And by the way, you said something really important. If we allow ourselves to do what they tell us to do, if we comply, next time they say mask up, next time they say take a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, next time they say shut down your business for your own good, we need to give them the middle finger salute. Okay, because right now, as we speak, we've already come full circle, Tedros the war criminal at the World Health Organization. Well, they're recommending masks and social distancing once again in China amid a mystery pneumonia outbreak. So. Rinse and repeat, more of the same, Crow, and you know the whore mainstream media? Well, they'll be fully on board with anything the World Health Organization says the next time there's a boogeyman virus. Until we grow up and act like adults, this is not going away. Um, Adults take care of themselves. Adults take care of their families. They don't ask permission um, uh, with regard to a a flu that's been rebranded or anything else. And how is it that people can so easily be convinced that they need to breathe their own exhaust fumes all day? Does it take a genius to comprehend that that's not good for you? Um, This was all done a hundred years ago. Rudolf Steiner wrote about the pandemic of his era and what they learned. 
and it's all the same lessons. The old tricks are the best tricks, I guess. But masks, vaccines, it was all outlined a hundred years ago by Steiner, over a hundred years ago, because I think it was the early 1900s. Not sure, right in that vicinity. Um, but we've already done this. And what it comes down to is, are you a human being? Do you have God-given rights? And if you accept that you are a human being and that you do have God-given rights and you claim those God-given rights, well, the only thing left to do is defend them. Because if you don't defend your rights, you do not have them. And so much of what just happened to us was dependent on that. Of the very few people who stood up and sued and went to court, it was a small fraction And of course, they had the courts stacked and the same game was going to get played. But my point is, had a thousand times more people stood up and said, no, this would have been game over for what's happened. Now what they're doing is trying to give a corporation, well, they've already done it, give a corporation a treaty, which you're only supposed to have treaties with countries, not corporations, but they've given them the power to declare what is a pandemic, what happens during a pandemic and everything else to go with it. It's a freaking corporation. Um, now's the time. Will we grow up? Will we act like adults? And will we stand up for our rights? It's that simple. That is the difference between a terrible hundred years to follow or a much better day before too long. It really seems to be either or at this point, doesn't it? Because the new world order, the corporatocracy, Bill Gates, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Rothschilds, all of the Zionists in our government, like Joe Biden and anybody else who says, I'm a proud Zionist, you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist, they are all in. They are all in on the corporate government. And so it will either be we the people and a great awakening or a great reset. And one of their mechanisms of control, which Elizabeth Warren, by the way, that vampiric witch, is completely in on, is a central bank digital currency. She stands starkly opposed to any cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, and she loves the idea of a Federal Reserve central bank digital currency. And here's the warning to the people from German MEP Christine Anderson, a real truth teller, about how CBDCs in conjunction with a digital ID will be used to exert absolute control over the global population. Listen to this. When I take away the cash, and once again, it's just for our convenience, of course, you know, uh, they want to they wanna get rid of uh, robberies, you know, it's for your safety. If you don't care, carry cash yep. anymore, then you're going to be, you know, safe. Uh, yeah, of course. No, it's not about that either. It's uh, it's pretty much to make sure that um, there are no restrictions anymore on the quantity uh, or on the amount of money they can, act, can actually create, you know, and some balances, whatever. Um, and uh, there would be no re- repercussions anymore. You know, I like Christine Anderson when she's speaking on the floor and uh, she's very powerful and eloquent and angry. So this clip doesn't really summarize the dangers of CBDCs as well as I might like. There's other clips. Guys, it's trending all over Twitter. Again, say what you want about Elon, but he has at least made Twitter a place where people can find the truth because this is a war. It is a war for truth. It's a war for hearts and minds. And people are waking up in droves all over the world. Check out what's going on in China. A CBDC linked to citizens' mandatory digital ID allows for these cameras to immediately deduct a fine from their digital wallets if they're found to be speeding. 
This is the new world order. This is the system of total control. It is serfdom in perpetuity for you and your family if you comply. And the good news is, Crow, if there's any at all, we are still a republic of the United States unless we comply with the corporation of Washington, D.C. And guess what? I'm no longer complying, and I know you're not either. Let, let me help. If we get the digital currency from basically the central banks, on that day, we will have lost more freedom than the entirety of the history of the world that we're aware of. What people don't realize is that the corporation called the United States has already abridged what you can own. And people never want to hear it. They never want to believe it. In a contract, there's a thing called valuable consideration or consideration of value. Whenever you take a Federal Reserve note, you're holding a debt instrument in your hand. Not only is there no value, but it's debt. So when you buy a thing in any contract, consideration of value cannot be there because no value was traded. That is why you register your car. That is why you certify your kids with a birth certificate. How is it that the state or a social worker can come take your kid? What's going on here is we don't own anything. It's not openly admitted yet, but when we go, if we go to a completely digital system, there will be no consideration of value for any contract anywhere in the entire world, which means openly no one will ever again own anything. Right now, if you simply buy a house and use a silver or a gold eagle, it's not even that much money, I forget. If I remember, it's like 30, 40 bucks or something. Then in that, you can prove that legal specie with value was used in the transaction. The point I'm making is that if they put this in place, then we're looking at some dark decades. How many? Who knows? A hundred years? Who knows? But more freedom will be lost on the day that they get digital currency. Every single thing will be put on a ledger. Every single thing will be approved or not approved. The day of sneaking down to the corner to buy a doobie or any other thing that you probably wouldn't want to do in public, that those days are gone. Everything goes onto the ledger. The way it works is you pay someone with your crypto and it goes to the central bank and they register it and it's either approved or it ain't. And then whoever you bought from gets their credit. It is a nightmare above all nightmares. And this is where I think we have a real chance of standing up because I have a feeling that a lot of people will have something to say and will react when cash starts to permanently leave and they recognize what's actually happening. At least that's my hope. Um, but if we allow this to happen, then it's game over for a long time. Well, that's right. And uh, Kim.com is warning to never use the digital euro. Let's listen to Christine Lagarde, this witch of the New World Order, push the euro and digital ID. The digital euro is on the move. Yesterday, the governing council of the ECB approved the opening of the preparation phase. It will be a journey. Yeah, it'll be a journey. All right. Let me back that up. Listen to this again. Listen to this right here. Today. The Governing Council of the ECB. The Governing Council 
of the ECB. Does that sound a little bit like the Hunger Games, the governing council of the European Central Bank, an arm of the Rothschild family? Crow, I, I got to tell you, man, this is why we do these broadcasts. They're so important because people need to understand the liner notes. It's one thing to understand that we have traitors in our own government like Liz Cheney, who perpetuated the lie of January 6th, and she is the bloodline of Dick Cheney, who was in control in Piak underneath the White House on the day 9-11 happened and the stand-downs happened. Okay, that's one thing. It's a whole nother thing for the world to wake up to this Rothschild, Zionist system of control with these central banks. That is the root of all evil. It's not money that is the root of all evil. It is the love of money and control. And that's what the Rothschilds represent. This is what we need to wake people up to. So the European Central Bank and the governing council has just approved this digital euro, a system of total control. It's a financial surveillance and control tool, says Kim.com. First, the digital euro, then digital ID, and then social scores, just like we just showed in China. This is the mark of the beast, new world order fight we were born for. Look, there's two kinds of slavery. The old kind of slavery where someone put on steel toe boots and put a bayonet in your face and put you in shackles and chains. And in that form of slavery, once they made you a slave, they had to keep you alive. Now, in this form of slavery, they've convinced you to enslave yourself and you've got to keep yourself alive. This is the most insidious, pernicious, dark, evil idea that has ever been brought forth in this world. And it is slavery at a level that is mind-bending. It is everyone, everywhere, every market, every place a purchase can or will be made. Anytime you need food, gas, anything, they have total control. And whatever it is you buy, you don't own. Because all you've done is transferred some ones and zeros that they control to someone else. This it can't be overstated what a big deal this is. Truly, the day that digital currency is established, if that is allowed to happen, more freedom will have been lost than any other time we're aware of in the history of this world. Let me ask your opinion. I know you're not into politics, but this abridges politics. It's so much bigger than just politics. And it really ties back to the Rothschilds, the foundations of the state of Israel, the Belfort Declaration, the cozy relationship, the banking relationship between the crown, the British royals, and the establishment of the state of Israel. The point is, is that we are watching humanity lose its mind over this Israeli-Palestinian thing, right? Because There are people now openly advocating, screaming for, people like Ben Shapiro, screaming for Gaza to be turned into a parking lot, an open-air prison where two million men, women, and children are trapped. And I can assure you the majority of them are not Hamas soldiers. So the world is losing its mind over this kind of stuff, but it is serving to wake up a lot of people, Crow, because at the end of the day, if we're not going to stand up for children, we're not going to stand up for anybody ever. All the world's a stage and every bit of media coverage has been designed to program and further an agenda. We've reached a level. And if you catch our flashback episode on Sunday and you hear what we say and you don't get what media is, um, the only reason it exists is to echo and cast spells and lie. You might as well for the rest of your life, comprehend what the word news actually means now. N-E-W-S. This is what it means now. North, East, 
west, south. It pulls your mind in every direction, never taking you anywhere but to falsehood. It is completely controlled. And the Patreon thing you described earlier, there it is. There's the power of it. Some people get on media, they scream at Patreon, and then what happens? People trying to talk about things that matter are clipped. This world has to be realigned, and the rights of living men and women have to be recognized, because the exact opposite is happening now. Your God-given rights are being stripped, but they can only be stripped if you allow that to happen. You can claim your God-given rights all day long, but if you don't defend them, then it didn't matter in the first place. And you have been granted the most special things that can be granted. You were granted the divine spark of life. You were granted free will. You were made a beneficiary of this creation. And how can I prove it? Easy. When you go out into the world, does the sun charge you for the sunlight that guarantees life and all the plants and all the food? No, it is given to you freely because the creator made you beneficiary of this realm. If you cannot recognize what I've just said and further defend those rights that were granted to each of us from on high, then some very dark individuals are going to make this place hellbent for as long as they can. Well, that's right. And uh, I have a tendency to blame all of the world's woes on the Rothschilds. And I know that's not entirely accurate. In his 1992 book, Conspirators Hierarchy, the story of the Committee of 300, former MI6 intelligence officer, Dr. John Coleman, who you spoke about at the beginning of the show, warned us about what our self-declared globalist overlords have in store for us. And from the book, quote, at least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars, organized epidemics of fatal rapid acting diseases and starvation. Energy, food and water shall be kept at substance levels for the non-elite. Now, let's bridge over to this. Ted Gunderson, FBI whistleblower, confirmed the existence of the Illuminati and the Committee of 300. After 28 years of research, he says that they are the very essence of all the problems in America and around the world. They feel they have the right to rule humanity. Let me scroll down. This is very important. The truth is this. Wealthy bloodlines, known as the Committee of 300, ordered the brutal murder of our president, John F. Kennedy, because he vowed to expose them and remove them from America. MI6, the CIA, and the FBI were all involved. They also removed Trump. It's so much bigger than just the Rothschilds. But I want people to understand what Zionism is, because Joe Biden is a proud Zionist. And he loves to say, you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. When I was a young senator, I say, if I were a Jew, I'd be a Zionist. I am a Zionist. You don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. But the Committee of 300, the Club of Rome, it's such a giant conspiracy. And to say so makes us conspiracy theorists, I guess, Crow. All right, my friend, let me tell you one more thing before I've got to wrap up here. Um, I have it on good authority that Mr. Coleman was not, in fact, an MI6 agent per se, but that's not the point. In the back of that book, there is a power chart, which reads like a corporation with the CEO at top. If you look at that chart and you see all the way at the bottom, it's not the world you think you know. It just isn't. The, the government of the United States and its military is at the bottom 
of that flow chart. If there was no other reason for you to get that book than to look at that flow chart, which I consider to be 100% vetted, it'll make your head spin. It will give you a view that you can't imagine. Now, in closing, Sean, because I've got to wrap up here. This Sunday, we're going to run the flashback episode that covers Mandalay. Um, And everybody who's interested in not listening to the nonsense about doctors and JFK, go over to Michael Hoffman's website, revisionisthistory.org, and sign up for his newsletter. Um, Other than that, get over to Crow 777 Radio, and if you want, you can send emails to ask about the specific topics you're interested in. Hour one is free to absolutely everybody. Um, if you want to be a part of things, then be a part of things and become a member. The choice is yours. After all, the creator gave you free will. And let me tell you all something. It is time we exercise that free will like there is no tomorrow. Because guess what? There could be no free tomorrow very easily if these jokers get what they want. Guys, this is the fight you were born for. Think about the odds of you being born in this time period of human history when everything is coming together and the enemies of humanity are trying to bring about the book of revelation. They're literally trying to manifest it through their evil actions. And the only way they get away with any of this is if we, the people comply. Here's the website, crow777radio.com. Belief is the enemy of knowing. Crow, I can't thank you enough for your time. You know, you're one of my favorite guests. God bless you and yours, my friend. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. And we're running a flashback, classic flashback on Sunday, which the first one's going to be the Mandalay episode I mentioned. If you go to crow777radio.com, go to the bottom, sign up for the newsletter. It's not really a newsletter. It just ensures that you get an email letting you know, because these flashbacks, you're going to need a link to get to them. So if you're interested, go sign up for the so-called newsletter so you get an email with links. And of course, I want to wish everybody out there listening a happy healthy, and higher-minded new era. And it's time we begin to love one another, to help one another, because division is the main tactic. It is the reason for Hamas and all the other nonsense that the media is spewing at you. It's not nonsense, but it was designed to do a thing. And love and compassion and the recognition that another family across the world just wants to have a happy life, just wants their children to have a better life than they did, does not want to suffer. We're all the same. And this divisive nonsense needs to end. And again, thank you so much. And I'd like to wish everyone the best. There it is, man. Cheers. God bless you, my friend. All right. A radical, intelligent evil, as our guest Nathan Reynolds has said so many times, is behind all of this. And their Hegelian dialectic is what they use to divide and conquer us. Problem, reaction, solution. We're not going to fall for it anymore, guys. We're not going to do it anymore. I'll remind you guys every day for free. Check us out for free at sgtreport.com. That is the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those Zionist mockingbird mainstream media lies. May God truly bless you and yours with the spirit of truth and courage. Bye-bye. And if they can divide us and compartmentalize us religiously so that we can get into these religious fervors and these religious wars again, what it's going to create, it's going to unleash massive bloodshed, y'all. And every time we have massive bloodshed, we have a greater unleashing of these spirits. And when that takes place, you guys, they are always hungry and never satisfied.